You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And we've got a great day, a great guest coming on. And uh, we'll, he'll be on about 8.30 this morning, so stay tuned for that. It's Mr. Bill Warner, better known as Mr. Amelia Island. And uh, we're looking forward to having Bill on. He's always a special guest, and uh, he is he is just a gentleman's gentleman. And uh, yeah, he is. we're we're glad to have everybody at the round table. We've got Mr. Ronaldo to my left, and Mr. Weber to my right, and we're going to uh, talk a little tourism right now. Um, just uh, you've been on a tour recently, haven't you, Steve? Well, we we only did one all of last year, and that was just not far, three days at Callaway Garden. Well, I guess uh, from what uh, Ray said, it's really taken a toll, Ray Maxwell with uh, Vintage. Right, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's already things that are already canceled for this year. Yeah, and this is, uh, this is one reason that we're having uh, Bill on, is that they canceled the March... Amelia Island, but they moved the date to uh, May. And oh, I didn't know that. Yes, uh, we'll be yes. talking to uh, Bill about that, and and uh, in fact, we'll have Bill back on uh, early part of May, probably or latter part of April, so that uh, we can keep everybody posted on what's going on. Yeah, things are tough right now for 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 tours and national meets. I know. Um, AACA has moved the, the February convention from Philadelphia to to April, and that's still iffy at best. Well, uh, we just nobody knows. No, you don't know. You mm-hmm. don't know from you know every because I look at several anti car club websites every day, and uh, it, it's interesting the stuff that's already already had. <laughs> been been changed. Every every, every article has a big label across it, uh, subject to change with notice. Yeah, the yeah. Saratoga AACA meet is that still on? Well, there's a meet, and then there's the Glidden tour. Right. The meet they're both still on. The Glidden tour is not until uh, middle of September, so that's a long way off. And hopefully right. by then things will be somewhat normal. I talked to a couple people I know at, at AACA headquarters and one of the things that they're kicking around doing uh, is that if you sign up for a tour you will have to bring, bring proof of, of completing the vaccination cycle my understanding is and I don't know if this is true because I've tried the, 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 the idiot government people here running the vaccination program it just turned it into a mess and uh, that you'll have to, you know, you'll have to to uh, do that as one of the requirements to participate. Not true or not, I don't know. I'm probably in the talking stages with a lot of people because who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, you know, you can't get it around here. It's almost impossible. You're lucky if you have. Yeah, just quickly at what I meant yesterday, we were supposed to able to sign up in my county after five o'clock. 
So I sat on their website, tried to get through, and you'd either get busy or bad connection. And it was the same thing over and over and over and over and over. And then uh, I finally got to where I could pick a date, and uh, uh, was for this coming week, starting Monday. And they they had it where you pick a day, and then they have the times listed starting at nine o'clock to four o'clock, and every five minutes. So I started at nine on Monday and went through every five every five minutes. And you kept getting no nothing available, nothing available, nothing available. I did all that until four o'clock Thursday, and I just gave up. See that that's it's just. Now they said this again this morning that they 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 don't have a reserve. The government said they don't have a reserve. They've already shipped it out. So who knows what's going to happen? And what happens if he's got his? Jim got his. I got my first one. Yeah. What happens if you can't get a second one to the well, first one? Do you start again? I don't know. I, See, I, I but I've got an appointment for the next one. If, but, but there's you know there's no stuff. But anyway, that's the government stuff, and I don't want to get into a big political government thing because we all have our own feelings about what they're doing. But one, so things are changing. Uh, you know, uh, there'll be a lot, a lot this year that's going to be different. Well, you, you know, the other thing now is this is Arizona Auction Month, and you got all those auctions. Your yeah, your friends in Scottsdale. Scottsdale, yep. And it's all virtual, from what I understand. I have not heard whether they've let. You know, ten percent in or twenty percent or. Well, they had the ones they had last year. You could. Well, last had, year they, they didn't have the COVID problem in January. No, not not in January, but during the year. Yeah. They all had their own options, but what's kind of weird when you look, you're used to seeing the all the seats like this, you know, just right. chairs, and then they had tables with two people at them spread way out, so yeah. there wasn't a lot of people there. So if I were bringing a car, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to something where there's nobody in the audience. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. And plus, prices are in the toilet. I mean, on on most stuff. Yeah, except bring a trailer. Have you seen some of the goofy no, prices? I, I, I don't do. I don't look at that. So I feel like like auctions. If I can't talk to the owner, if I can't drive the car and look at the car, I'm not going to buy it. And if I wouldn't buy it, I wouldn't sell on it. Just my my opinion. I'm not going to do that. Well, we're we're going through changes. Yes, we I'm, are. I'm, I'm about virtual out. Are you? Oh. However, I, I got to mention. I'd mentioned to uh, Jim that we had uh, we had Rocky Blyer and Lee Greenwood on yesterday, and they're supporting the uh, Warriors for. Uh, oh, I lost. That. Warriors for Hope, which is uh, Warriors to Citizens. That's one charity has mer or not merged, but they've gone in together with St. Jude's Hospital to put on an event um, the 28th of January, which is going to be a fundraiser for both charities. And uh, they've got you know like Lee's giving a signed guitar. They've got two or three other <coughs> stars that are giving guitars and. And uh, Rocky's uh, got football paraphernalia. That <laughs> I, I hope he washed the jersey before. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, it's going to be quite a thing. But again, it's uh, 
they can't do it in public, so it's a virtual yeah, event. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I guess, I guess in some ways an auction would be easier because you know you watch them on TV anyway, and uh, well, push the cars across or whatever, and then I guess the bids are coming in from. I know, but I I'm, I agree with Steve. I would want to be there and see yeah. the car. Yes, and talk to the owner. That's yeah. Yeah. You see, if I wouldn't smelling. do it, I'm not going to promote it. I mean, I'm not going to say it. It's up to you. But if I wouldn't, if I wouldn't buy a car there, I wouldn't sell a car in any auction. Because I, I I I just every I've heard so many horror stories. Unless sure. you start dealing with. With 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 people who have uh, cars done by this guy that everybody knows, like Chip Foose or this one or that one or this one, then you know it's done right. But a lot of people are now are just dumping stuff out. They want the money. Mm-hmm. They're just dumping stuff. Well, it's a uh, it's a new day, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing, though, that. I miss, and I'm sure Steve does too, is the car shows mm-hmm. where you go and you look at the car and maybe you're a judge and you judge the car and you, you talk to the owner. And and that, to me, has always been very enjoyable. And you learn things. But that's not even happening now. Is Puerto Rico going to happen this no, year? No, that's canceled. That's canceled? For, yeah, there's not going to be a winter meet this year. Uh I'm not sure. I don't have a AACA magazine, which, yeah. and that's change. That's changing constantly. Yeah. Well, they're, they're all everybody's moving stuff around, and we're signed up for the VMCCA Chrome Glidden, uh, middle of April. I think it's the third week of April in Alcoa, Tennessee, and I I think it's fifty fifty at this point. Hmm. Whether that's going to happen, I would. Uh, well. I feel like it's gonna it's gonna turn back around rapidly, and uh, I don't know. Well, I hope you're things. right. I yeah, <laughs> I hope you're right. But I, I that's one of the things a constant discussion amongst people is is with all these new changes. Um, how much? What what of these things are going to become permanent? What's going to become a permanent change to American society and American way of life? What happened with this for a long time? I wonder. I don't know uh, what's what. I don't know what what's going to happen. Well, the the other thing that concerns me is the number of people that don't think this is an issue, and you see it. Yeah, there are people that do. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I no doubt it's an issue. And I understand that, but there's still people yeah. that don't think they it's don't an think issue. They don't think so, and I, I know quite a few people that just said, I'm not, not going to wear a mask and I'm not going to get the shot. I think it's all bullshit. That You hear that a lot from people. Well. well I mean, you do. You just do. There are people that just refuse to, to look, take look who, this. Look who those same people voted for. Yeah, but here, here's another thing, though. There are people that cooperate. And uh, I, I spent a day in a dealership this week, and everybody had masks. You had to have a mask on when you went in the dealership. They took your temperature in the dealership. And the only people that didn't have masks on the entire time I was there 
were the techs, and they were, you know, the bays were over six feet apart, and they were working. But oh. uh, the the service manager, the shop foreman, the parts guys all wore masks. We uh, have, all the salespeople. We have one host that uh, I think he's uh, dominated by his wife or whatever, but he comes in looking like he's from the CDC, and uh, you know. He's got one of those suits on, those no, tight. No, he just has the plastic and then the mask yeah. on and then the plastic. Yeah, well, our hardware store, and that's the people in there have the, the mask and the, and the, and the, the screen. So. so, you know, and, and Brett, my IT, ran his show because I wasn't going to be intimidated. And we, we have had zero problem, absolutely no problem. The doctors that come in here don't wear masks, and they, you know, they, and one of them has done a study on it. He started studying on the effectiveness of masks when he was in med school, and uh, you know, and he doesn't take it as a joke. It's it's not a joke when when a patient comes to his, one of his clinics, uh, they wear masks, you know, and, and the doctors and his PAs wear masks, but you know, they're. It's sort of like there's the old saying: "There's a time and place for everything." And uh, well, know, we're six feet apart. Uh, I'd I'd like to go to a car show, and I'd like to wear a mask, and I'd like to look at cars. Yeah. So that's and it. you know, and I may go back and get my judge's license again. I I don't know. Well, I, I my everybody has their own comfort level. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you need one outside. I don't think you need to wear one outside. Well, all I can say is your hand sanitizer tastes terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So well, (laughs) and now, (coughs) excuse me. With all of the changes that are forthcoming uh, in Washington, they had. uh, uh, I was listening to PBS on the way over uh, NPR. And they had a guy in there that's been talking to the government about, uh, and and with Biden, some big, big guy that knows all his, I can't remember remember his name, about the the uh, environmental changes. And you can you can see that. What I think is interesting, like Corvette. I read automotive news. I don't subscribe, but I read it every day. And Corvette. Is put is has started to do a lot of research into electric Corvettes and an electric crossover. Mm-hmm. Yes, like Ford. So, so you know, I, I I just wonder what that's going to do. And Biden says he wants gas to be six dollars a gallon. So what will that what will 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 that do to this aspect of the hobby? What will ha- what will that do? I mean, I don't know. I, I you know I don't know how far they can go. You know, all, the, all of know. these wise people that say we've got to go to electric cars and wait a second, how do you charge those? Suckers? They don't know. They have no idea. They think it just comes out of the wall and it's free. It doesn't cost anything. The batteries don't create a problem. They have They have no idea. And, and who makes that electricity? It's just <laughs> magic. It's in the wall. It it's just comes out. Okay. Yeah. They, they don't That's get the it. They just explained it. Yeah. Those are the people that if you handed them a hammer and say, 
drive a nail in, they would be very puzzled as to which part of the hammer to use. <laughs> or which end of the nail to hit. Yeah, they, they really wouldn't know. I mean, this is the kind of people that we're going to be dealing with. Their intentions, sure, it all sounds great and wonderful, but they don't take a look at the whole thing that they're talking about. They don't. And this is going to have a great effect. And that was something that I couldn't believe about, and I don't want to get into politics either, but about Pennsylvania, you know, they were finally back to being okay again economically, and uh, they had jobs and all this, and then, and now they got Biden, and uh, they're not going to have jobs or oil or coal or anything else. Well, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be a long time coming. We probably won't see the effects of this in our lifetimes. Um, interesting point of fact, Malcolm Gladwell interviewed Lloyd Royce, the president of GM. And um, GM is going electric. By 2025, they'll have 25 to 30 electric vehicles. Well, Cadillac is going to be 100%. Right, right. Volvo tried it already, and it failed for them. It just failed. You know, and I'm certainly not smart enough, and I guess there's some genius out there that is, but back to the charging, how much does, you know, maybe it's only pennies, I don't know, but most of the power plants are either nuclear or coal run, and some are even oil run. And so, how much is it, you you know, you go from... It's not just that. It's the, well, I know Hyundai said they're coming out with a car that's going to have 500-mile range, all electric. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, But right now, they're going to come out with a car. When when that is, I have no idea. But right now, you can't go anywhere. You can't make a trip in your car. Unless you have a Tesla and you go to his charging stations. If they're available. Yeah. How many How many are, are, are available in South Georgia on your way to Orlando? Uh, there's one in, in uh, Tipton, one charging station, and it's got about 10 chargers. And it's yeah, behind so, the Starbucks. Yeah, and it's, it's been a, there for years. It's, it's, uh, the, the infrastructure isn't there yet to support this yeah. stuff. And I don't know if, if the, the uh, plugs are all in the the charging stuff. I don't know. If they're, they're not all universal. Interchangeable. No, see, no. that's the other problem. No, so, no. See, so now that's another issue thrown in. Um, You'll have to take your little adapter like when you go to Europe, huh? And, uh, well, on a lighter note, Steve, just think of what's going to happen to the value of Baker Electrics. Yeah, they go 20 miles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They'll go through the roof. <laughs> they, yeah, they go 20 miles where yeah. they need to be recharged. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, there, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things coming up. I, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of changes. And what I see on a lot of the websites, uh, when you look at, you know, stuff going on, a lot of people are take, taking old cars like Model A's, MGB's, TR6's, and are electrifying them. They're doing away with the gas engine and are using electric engine, electric powered Motors. plants. Yeah, yeah. You, you see it a lot. And I, you know, people are asking questions has anybody done this? And if you, or any done, any done, buddy done this to their, I mean, you know, it, it's out there. Who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. 
And, oh. and so, uh, so a Model A shows up at an AHCA national meet with a with an electric <laughs> drivetrain. And what do you do with this guy? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you do? I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know either. So. Oh, but our president elect has a plan. Well, any anyway, irrespective of that. You've hit the nail on the head in the fact that it's probably not going to be totally transitioned in our lifetime. No, it's going to be a long time coming because the infrastructure isn't there to support it. You know, well, it's just not and, there. And I, I'm certainly not as knowledgeable as you gentlemen are, but my feeling is that uh, the technology isn't anywhere close to, to being there yet to make it a broad scale. Yeah. Well, you look event. at the how how the first. The first car company was the Duryeas in 1886, and it took that long from 1886 to now to get where we are. What makes anybody think that the the the, the nitwits on both on, on this this side that this is going to happen in two weeks? It's going to take a hundred years for this thing to this to become, you know, normal. Well, my next question is, how are you going to get to Hawaii without fossil fuel? We're going to build a bridge. Are we? Yeah, WPA is coming back. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and AOC is going to run that, She's right? She's going to run it. She yeah. has said this. Oh. Oh, she, well, she's coming down here first because the South is suppressed. Are we? Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was her speech yesterday. She's coming down to the South. How exciting. We're, we're I can't surprised. wait. Oh, my God. I can't wait. But, yeah, it, but anyway, neither. this is, you know, these people are saying, and they're saying, well, we're going to do this by, I was, the, the, the guy I was listening to that was talking to all the, the, the Biden and all these people, we're going to have all of this in place by 2030. Uh-huh. Sure you are. <laughs> which, 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 which side of the hammer do you use, moron? <laughs> they have no idea. They don't. They have no idea the technology that's involved in this, and the, it's giant. It's huge. Yeah, it is yeah. absolutely huge. Um, They've never done anything in their lives other than be politicians. Yeah. Well, this guy was some work. You know, one of these. You know, some organization, you know. Did you get his name? No, I can't okay. remember. Oh, okay. I don't pay any atten- that much attention <laughs> to those people because they have no idea what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> so anyway, on another note, the Maxwell, what's going on? It's kind of interesting. I, I uh, uh, Jack Walters, who's a friend of mine, is a big uh, Land Rover guy. And there's a guy, and I meant to stop, and I never have. That lives right around the corner from me, and every night a bunch of them get together. And they're all race car people. This guy added on two stalls, and then he built a little building at the end of his driveway, which is a full machine shop. He's got lathes, he's got mills, he's got several band saws, grinders, a huge, a huge welder, and all of this stuff. And so Jack says, come on, why don't you bring your stuff over there? And they were all just fascinated at the Maxwell carburetor. Because it's not a carburetor, it's called an air fuel mixing device. <laughs> they didn't know what to call it then. Yeah. So anyway, and, and they looked at the manifold, and all these guys are all Lockheed engineers. Every one of them has an engineering degree, and they all work at Lockheed. 
And so they had this big discussion as to how to mount the Model T carburetor into on the the uh, uh, Maxwell intake. So I was listening to this, and it, it sounded like, oh, listen to this, these guys here. <laughs> well, they came up with an idea, and they, they, they took the manifold, and they cut the threaded part off. It's one-inch pipe thread, which is about this big around. And um, I, he said, can we cut it off? I I don't know. I guess you can. He chopped it off. I said, well, and he said, now I want to do this. And he said, I said, well, you've already cut it off. You might as well go do whatever the hell you want to. And they put it in the lathe. And and cut the part that they cut off down enough so that it was pretty close to a press fit. And they marked it so the threads lined up in the same location it was supposed to. And then they used silicone bronze wel- uh, welding rod to, to uh, uh, weld the around where the gap was together. So now the Maxwell manifold is shorter. So I'll be able to mount the Model T carburetor, which gives you another one and a half horsepower, no, right? Well, it may no, it it just makes it it makes it work, right? The 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 air fuel mixing device is not not one of the best <laughs> things in the world. So uh, I've got a this is a twenty six twenty seven uh, Holly NH. And so I can now mount that on there, and I'm in the process of redoing the linkage and the fuel lines and all of this stuff. Uh, so that was pretty interesting to to um, to meet these guys finally, and they have some serious race cars in there that they do, and they're all SCCA guys. One of the guys teaches uh, at engineering metal metal something or metallurgy at at uh, uh, Southern Tech now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the rest of them are all, and a couple of the guys, I remember, and I can, guys, you look familiar. One guy, the other guy says, I know, you used to, you used to have a white MG that you raced at SCCA. And I said, yeah. He said, well, I remember you. I was a pit crew on some kind of formula something or other. I said, oh, why didn't So that was kind of fun to meet these guys. So we spent about three hours just talking about stuff and fixing this manifold so beautiful yeah it's nice to, to know people like that that there's they're still around there's still guys that are doing stuff yeah, guy stuff yeah doing stuff that's neat yeah right. so hopefully within the next if it ever gets warm enough or i can be out in the garage well too cold to be out today don't you have a jet heater no no i'm not going to be out there with those. i hate those things they make you sick I don't like those things. Okay. They do. They really... They, I, I, I've I had them, you know, when I was a kid my, out in our garage at home, and it was... They do. They, they, they're really... Well, was yours kerosene? Yeah. Yeah. I've got a radiant. I don't know what that, that is. Well, it's, it's basically a radiator on wheels, and it's filled with oil, and there's a heating element that heats the oil. There's no smell, no odor, and it's just radiant heat like a radiator. You probably had radiators yeah, in your house in Jamestown, yeah, right? Yeah, we had James. Yeah, we had that, radiators. Yeah, so yeah, coal fired. When I was a kid, the guy they come with the, the everybody had a little door on yep, the side of yep. their house, and you open it up, and that's the hole where the truck would come and dump the coal in. Yeah, 
and I had a little shovel, and I'd go down there and with my father, and he would, and I'd, you know, I'd throw a couple little pieces in, and I mean, that's what we did. Did you get the clinkers out? Yeah. Oh God, he used to holler at that, just like on the Christmas, my guy on the Christmas stories, just like yeah. my dad. He's like, "You mother <laughs> just like my father. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time I watch that movie, I just laugh. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, uh, so. You know, and then we got oil. Yep. Then we went from coal to oil, and then we got natural gas. Yeah. Then we got natural gas. Yep. So, you know, things that there was a progression. It just like this electric stuff. It didn't happen in instantly. It just oh, took yeah. years. Yeah. Well, now you have heat pumps too, and 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 the stuff under the ground. They get they get lower than six or eight feet. Yeah. And the ground stays at 50-something degrees, and they push water through it, and you only have to heat a little water, <laughs> bring it up 10 or 12 degrees. Yep. Well, gentlemen, let's take our first break, and uh, we'll try and get uh, Mr. Warner on. Beautiful. So we'll be back in just a moment. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and it's time now for a veteran story with host Pete Mecca and before we get started in uh, introducing uh, Pete's guest, uh, I wanted to uh, remind everybody that we've started a... Okay, we're back on America's Web Radio and uh, we've got Mr. Bill Warner on the line with us. Good morning, Bill. I think we have Bill on the line with us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hi, Bill. I hear you. Want to try landline? Yeah. yeah. Good morning. Yeah. Hi, Bill. Hi, Bill. I'll call you on landline. Oh, okay. Hang on a minute. Are you going to have to call back in? I guess he is. I guess he's going to try. Okay. Well, some, sometimes. Okay. Okay. You could switch over? No. Obviously not. Okay, Bill. Yeah, let me uh, let me transfer you in again. Okay. Well, I'm here. We go. Okay, we should have Bill on the line now. Good morning, Bill. Hello. Bill. Good morning. Yeah. There okay, you go. There we are. I think you got a, f- a problem on your end. <laughs> no, we're my end is fine. I, thanks for asking, though. <laughs> because I'm on a landline. Yeah. And, uh, uh, the gentleman answered on your end is fine. It's your phone right now. Oh. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, we're, 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 we're with you. We're with you. Can you hear us? I can barely hear you. All right. Well, um, while he's trying to get things... Uh, 
the right knobs turn. Uh, tell us what's going on with uh, Amelia Island, the, the changes and the dates and all that stuff. Yeah, I can I can barely hear you, but I heard what you said. Yes, we changed our dates to May twenty to twenty three. Uh, with this COVID thing, we just keep kicking the can down the road, don't we? Oh, yeah, we sure do. Yeah. yeah. Are you? Uh, have you had your shot yet? What's that? Have you had your COVID shot yet? Yes, yes, last week. Good, and you get Two a, weeks ago. You get a second one. Uh, yeah, it's one of those sad things. I, uh, I, w- with all the uh, health issues I've had in life, I qualify for something first. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, I qualified because I'm an old geezer. So it's just yeah. let's let's hope it works. Well. I got my own opinion on this whole thing, and no one's going to want to hear it, so I'm not going to say it. But uh, uh, all right, so now you've changed your dates. What have you changed on the format of your uh, your get together? Well, to a certain extent, we're not going to have grandstands for social distancing. We reduced the cars for the number of 300 cars to 230. Still good quality, just uh, fewer cars. Um, Whatever the COVID uh, requirements are for the state, we'll comply with, and we have a COVID policy and protocol. So, you know, we're taking every step. The same protocol we've had in March, uh, we're going to have in May. Uh, yeah. Who knows what the rest of the year is going to look like? I'm. I wish I could say I'm. I'm optimistic, but I'm afraid I'm not. I mean, I'm optimistic the show will go on, but I'm. I'm uh, pessimistic in the fact that I think that it, it'll have a different look. Well, I agree with you. I think the whole hobby is going to have a different look. Uh, I believe you're right. Uh, um, it's a it's a it's a terribly worldwide tragic tragic event that. Uh, uh, well, and yeah, and, I, uh, and and Bill, the other thing is your show is an international show. You've won international awards with it, and I'm just wondering how many people are going to come over from Europe. Like Not have many. It. Yeah. Uh, right now, I talked to uh, Jens Walters and uh, uh, Grant Larson from Porsche, and uh, they're limited to no more than going 15 kilometers from their house. Really? Wow. And they can only go to gas stations and grocery stores, and if they're caught doing otherwise... Uh, they get a substantial fine. Really? Boy. So that's really that, that's curtailed. In Germany. I yeah. talked with uh, Simon uh, Taylor in England, the writer. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they they can't leave. And now I understand here you have to have show proof of uh, COVID uh, uh, testing 72 hours before you come in. Wow. So um it doesn't seem to be getting a whole lot better. Yeah. Did you get a card like a military shot record when you got your COVID with the vaccine on it? Do you um, remember a little white? Yeah, back in the old days. I, I, with, uh, I got my shot at Mayo the other day, the first one. Yeah. And uh, the second one's in February. I think they give it to you. I was you... not given any True. card. Yeah, I was given a card when I got my first one. With, really? with the fact that it was a Pfizer vaccine, so they didn't give me a Moderna for the second. And uh, they put my appointment... 
for three weeks out on the back side, and it looks just like that shot record we got in the Army or the U.S. Oh. Huh. military. Yeah. Oh, when I go back on the 4th, I'll have to find out where yeah. it is, well, where, where my card is. But, yeah. uh, let's talk about cars. It's yeah. depressing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First of all, your newsletter. I love it. You, you keep us up to date on things, and you feed us a lot of interesting things. And this latest one was on your kind of unique or specialty car class. Well, we always like to do a goofy car class every yeah. year. You know, something that entertains people who don't like cars. <laughs> no, yeah. really. There's, yeah, there's I know. People who are their, their husbands or wives or friends drag them to a, a show, and they, they don't only want to go, but they're kind of interested and so they get there and uh, uh, so we'll show throw them something like uh, beach cars or cars of the cowboys or what yeah, were they yeah. thinking yeah. Movie, uh, movies and all that stuff like that yeah. so well, this time we decided to throw them a little, a little something different well what is it Tell, what, what is special yeah, Steve car? has Steve hasn't seen the uh, email the newsletter yeah, uh, this year it's uh, weird and wonderful <laughs> oh, Ed, Ed Roth. Ed Roth is going to be there, right? Yeah. Well, you the had Lane Museum, Jeff Lane. Oh, oh yeah. Lane, oh, yeah. Museum. I, I could make a show from his museum. Yes. Is bringing a, a, a full-size Monopoly piece. You know, a little race car off the Monopoly yeah, board? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's got a full-size one that runs. Yeah. Yeah, That that's... That, I saw the picture of that one. And then you... Uh, Wayne Carini's got a funky-looking... Corvair, yeah, it's based on a Corvair. Yeah, it it's uh, it's strange. <laughs> Bill, Bill, this year are you going to have a special section for electric cars? I couldn't hear you on that. Or, this year are you going to have a special section for electric cars? Yeah, uh, we're doing uh, not only for change. We're doing not only uh, uh, early electric cars in the eighteen hundreds. 1890s, but we're doing all the the new electric cars: a Porsche Taycan, uh, the, the Hummer, the Lyric, and uh, Jim Farley promises me we're going to get that Mustang Mach E, the oh wow, 1400 horsepower or something. And uh, uh, there'll be some other uh, current electrics that we're going to parade up front. We've never done that before, but we thought it's time for the public to see it. That's that's great. Um, did you happen to catch Lloyd Royce's interview with Malcolm Gladwell? No, I missed that. Um, he talked about new battery platforms, and they're expecting twenty to twenty-five to thirty electric cars in five years in the GM line. Yeah, um, I guess that's the trend. I don't think the infrastructure is ready for it. Yeah. Well, we were having that discussion earlier on the show. Yeah. And uh, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. The only electric car I've I've ever driven, I did drive a Tesla one time. Yeah. Yeah. In automotive news, I was telling these guys there was a story about Corvette is is uh, is exploring and working on the possibility of an all electric Corvette. I don't know. Well, there, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, look, look, there's there's an e-car Formula One. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, where they get out and jump from one car to another when well, the battery goes dead. Not anymore. They now they they run the same car, right, Bill? Well, we had the the new Lotus last uh, last year, 
and it's all electric, you know, zero to 60, like two seconds, and uh, who knows what kind of top speed. Wow. And uh, uh, it, for hypercars, I strangely enough, it almost makes sense because most of these people don't drive those cars very much. You know, it's, it, it, some of them become like garage jewelry. They'll, they'll take them out <laughs> on weekends and drive them 50 miles and show all their friends. Yeah. Um, I've got a new C8 Corvette. I don't think I'm ready for an electric one yet. No. Yeah. I remember when you got that. How uh, how do you like it now that you've had I it? I love it. Good. Fantastic. Good. Best new car I've ever had. Wonderful. And you can it's still get a, in and out of it. All the details they went to on the car, just over, over the top. They gave it a whole lot of uh, thought in building that car. And it's unlike any other Corvette you've ever owned. Yeah. Uh, this year, they're going to be, uh, the uh, Hispano Suiza is going to deliver their first all-electric sports car to their first American customer. Wow. Uh, at Amelia. So, okay. Uh, what kind, that seems to be the trend, trend for the hypercars. It'll be interesting to see what Ferrari does in that they, you know, they build their, uh, their whole uh, image on internal combustion engines to B12s and V8s and turbocharged V8s. Um, what what can a Hispano look like? Uh, what what a Hispano? What does it look like? Does it look like a? I'm sorry, I can hear you. Does a Hispano Suiza look like an old car or look like a new car? The Hispano? Yeah. Um, it's patterned after the Zinnia, which was built in 1939. So it's got yeah. rear fender skirts. It's got sweeping fenders. It's got. Um, uh, a rectangular sort of grill, which was kind of funny for an electric car because you really don't need a grill in the front. Um, it, it's very swoopy looking and, and cool. uh, uh, very avant-garde in, in a um, uh, kind of a, a retro look. Wow. You know, it's got definitive fenders like the Zinnia concept car from 1939 or the Zinnia one off from 1939. And that that yeah. that'd be worth a trip to see that. Yeah. Uh, do you think it'll have a stork on the hood? No, it oh. doesn't. Oh, you can't, no. you know, illegally, you can't put anything like that for collisions. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I always laugh at these collision rules. You got to have a certain slope to the front. It's got to be. It, you can't have too much slope because if you hit somebody, they're going to come over your hood to your windshield. Well, if you hit somebody, you're going to hurt them. I don't care if the if the front's blunt or I, it's sloped. Yeah. I mean, there there are people up in Washington D.C. that have. Uh, um, Creative minds, I think. That's the nicest thing. My, you think they have minds? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, anyway, I used to have problem with my Franklin radiator cap leaking, so I can understand the hood. The hood the, the, can you? Yeah, I can, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, yeah. Uh, are you going to have any other uh, peripheral events like Porsche uh, has usually? And well, Porsche's, Porsche's going to, uh, yeah, we're going to feature the 935 Porsches. We'll have the Le Mans car from Bruce Meyer, uh, the, nine, the the only 900 base car that won Le Mans. Right. We've got the Brumos uh, championship car. We've got the, uh, I think we've got nine or 11 935s on the field. We're going to have the, uh, a display of the uh, Shadow Can-Am and Formula One car. Ah. We're going to have... Uh, 
uh, let's see, Chevy Thunder, with everything from a Scarab up to uh, the current C8 Corvette Le Mans car. Wonderful. I say everything. You know, when you start doing uh, Chevy Thunder or cars of Chevrolet power, you could fill a whole golf course with those. So yes. we've tried to get a taste of each thing. Like uh, uh, we've got uh, the Formula 5000 car that uh, Lola, that Brian Redman won three championships in. That's Chevy powered. We got uh, the Denny Home McLaren M8F. We've got uh, Grumpy's toy, the drag car. Yeah, I remember yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 The yeah. Pro Stock that was the first car to break 10 second quarter mile. Let's see, what else we got? We got the uh, Sebring Corvette from 1956. Uh, we've got uh, uh, the Dale Earnhardt Jr., Dale Earnhardt Sr. Corvette from Daytona. I think that was 2001. So we got, we got a nice mix of cars that were Chevrolet powered. Beautiful. So moving the eleven drag car. Yeah, moving your moving the dates has not affected what's going to happen uh, at all. Hardly, it sounds like. Um, we've had one uh, one cancellation of one of our panelists. We had Richard Childress come in. He's got a conflict on our Chevy panel, but every everybody else is going to be there. You know, in the Chevy panel, we'll have. Uh, Ray Evernham will be hosting it. Uh, Herb Fischel, uh, who headed up General Motors Competition. Uh, uh, Brian Redman, who won the Formula 5000 Championship. George Fulmer, who ran uh, Can Am with the with the McLaren. We'll have um, uh, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh, so, that's good. So it'll it'll be fun. And the Porsche panel will have. Uh, the guys who ran the 935 were in charge of it. Alvin Springer, uh, Hurley Haywood. So, you going to have Jim Busby on again? What's that? Right, will you have Jim Busby on again? Uh, I'm sorry, your connection's so bad. I hardly hear you. Uh, what again? I'm uh, sorry. Jim Busby, remember? Uh, Busby, yeah. Uh, he couldn't make it this year. He's, uh. Uh, for various reasons, but I've been in touch with him. Yeah, he's, yeah. Because when uh, he's building a new hot rod right now. Oh, well, when he was on the last panel, I mean, you just laughed when he described the guy trying to buy the. He's bodies. a great guy. Yeah, great guy. Yes, he is. Well, Good it, friend. Ray ought to have a lot of fun with the Chevy guys and with Herb Fischel because. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, our alternate plan right now is to do all the seminars outdoors. Ah. Using the presentation tent uh, rather than indoors. Wonderful. That ought to be a lot of fun. Well, I, I think so. It's um, uh, we're, we're taking every uh, caution that we can uh, with the... Uh, uh, the virus, you know, we'll have social distancing, we'll have a, a sanitation stations set up, we'll have plastic sheeting. Maybe by May it'll be better. We don't know. No right. one knows. Anybody tells you they know, it's out of their mind. I agree. Um, how about temperature? Will you be taking temperatures? Uh, it'll be it'll be a lot nicer than being outdoors in March. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, seriously, will you be taking temperatures? Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm not just talking about ambient temperature. No. Yeah. No, no. We'll be shooting temperatures. Okay. Good. And then therein lies a problem. You know, if someone's bought a ticket and comes, and you have to turn them back, you know, we'll just have to 
to refund their money. It's, it's a sad thing, but we're in, uh, I guess, uncharted territory, aren't we, for everything? We are, but it sounds like you've got a pretty good handle on it. Well, I hope so. Out of the thousands of people who have sent emails and saying, you made the right decision, we we had two. One nutcase that said, there is no COVID, you're just uh, responding to a... a, a, a false report that the government's put out, and then we had one other nutcase tell us that we're going to kill people if we do it. So if you get two letters out of about a thousand, I guess we're doing it right. Yeah. Yeah, I would think. They are probably sent from the Capitol steps. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. That's all that he needs, <laughs> a couple of guys showing up. Um, are ticket sales good? Yeah. Uh, they, they've picked up. Uh, people were worried about the date of March. Now that we've gone to May, ticket sales have picked up very well. Good, okay. good. And banquet? Are you going to do the banquet? It's going to look different. Um, right now, we can put 500 people in, in the ballroom, and that's the rules from the, the Marriott company. But we're seriously looking at moving it outdoors into a tent, and I'll tell you why. I I think even if we allowed 500 people in, we're trying we're we wonder whether 500 people would want to get in a ballroom. I agree with you. And this way you can give it the uh, picnic look. <laughs> We've thought this every which way you can think. You know, oh. we're, we're trying to think of public safety, how we can combine you know, the, not only the public safety, but with our goals of doing the things that we've traditionally done. I can tell you, it, it will not be a traditional show. Nothing is. You know, the, the the auction houses now are running about what one quarter um, uh, capacity. Uh, a lot of them go on the internet. Uh, right. There is a pent up emotion, I think, on the part of the public to get out and go to events. Oh, I um, I agree with you. We were talking about that earlier on the show that uh, I haven't been to a car show, and it's just. Uh, you know, you get itchy. You can only sit in the garage or, or go to a Cars and Coffee once in a while, but that's about it. Yeah, I raced down at Daytona back in November, and they did a temperature check. People were supposed to wear masks. Most didn't. Uh, there was restrictions in the paddock. and uh, But still, we uh, we got through the race, and everything was fine. Uh, Good. Uh, what, Most what? people behave themselves. They didn't go beyond their garage. Yeah. What cards uh, you take down? You so take... we, uh, you know, that's the only race I've done. Uh, what what car did you take? <laughs> the Bring a Trailer Pontiac. Oh. Pontiac Trans Am <laughs> we bought off Bring yeah. a Trailer. <laughs> yeah. What was hey, that? We finished sixth overall, first in class. <laughs> You get an attaboy. <laughs> there's nothing quite. There's nothing quite more satisfying than passing some guy's Ferrari Stradale with a with a 1990 Pontiac Trans Am A sedan car at about 180 miles an hour, and knowing that you've got about 25 grand in his car and he's got probably 10 or 15 times that. <laughs> Good for you. I'm all for that. That's wonderful. Yeah. Oh man. That uh, are you going to have that car? At the show, at, at, oh, at a no. meal, uh, no, no, no. It's it's, uh, it's a good car, yeah, it's, but it's a, it's an old race car. 
I mean, it is an old race car. It hadn't been restored in years. Well, uh, you know, those are the best. It's got patina. <laughs> yeah, one year we had a sticker on the back that said, Our car costs less than your tire bill. <laughs> I can believe that. After doing year, it for we, years, we, we, yeah. We, won't put on it. we put it on one other car we were going to run, and the car we were going to run was another Bring a Trailer Cam- uh, Camaro. It, 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 uh, uh, it seized the bearings. We ran back to Jacksonville and got Pontiac. Had, we had to clean it. We had to wash it. It hadn't run in a year. <laughs> You're still having fun, and that's that's what's important. Yeah, and at this age too. Well, good heavens, <laughs> I agree with you. Um, any interesting barn finds that have come up in this past year? Well, no barn find, but I, I finally bought a hot rod, probably the most beautiful hot rod in the world. It's a 1932 Ford High Boy built in 1950 in Fresno, California. It was restyled about redone about 20 years ago. With uh, they chopped the windshield and lowered it a little bit. But it's got 16-inch wheels with white walls, dog dish, dress ring, 50 Mercury, dual four-barrel, Eddie Meyer, dual intake manifold, Edelbrock heads. It truly is a traditional hot rod. Yeah, wow. that's that's my kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I love that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, and, uh, steel I'm body. I'm finishing a book that will be out in March. I worked with Chuck Queener on a book called... Uh, the other side of the fence, six decades of motorsport photography. Oh, man. Will Amazon have it, or how can you get it? And I, I shot my first race in 1959. A mere child photographer. <laughs> A child <laughs> photographer? He was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you were probably in what, middle school? I was 16 years old. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, went to Daytona and shot the Nationals. Roger Pinsky was driving for Brumos Porsche, and uh, it, it was uh, it started me down an awful long road. <laughs> yeah, but it's been a great road. Um, are you going to have that book available on Amazon? Uh, we're still debating on who's going to be distributing it. I'm not a fan of Amazon. They, they take. I'll give you an example. Uh, Tom Cotter and I did that book on Cuba, right? Called Cuba's Car Culture, right? You know, the book retail for thirty-four dollars. If I wanted to buy it myself as the author, it was sixteen dollars. If you wanted to buy it off of Amazon, it was fourteen bucks. You know, and after five trips to Cuba and everything else, I think Tom and I split twelve grand. Uh, there's there's no money in selling through Amazon. Okay, you know? and you you got to make money on these things. Oh yeah, no, I agree with. I you. remember Pat Braden talking about that. Yeah. How little much, how little money he made on all of his books. Yeah, well, and the one I co-authored with him, that one we made about a thousand dollars on. Yeah, and even when the articles for magazines, you never paid nothing it's, either. Uh, we're we're going to do it through a traditional. Um, uh, Motor book restorer, uh, an hour store distributor, uh, and uh, I'm going to keep the uh, probably the uh, uh, 
production numbers will be somewhere around a thousand or fifteen hundred. Um, one of the publishers said we should do more, and I said no, no, let's just do that. If we have to go into a second printing, we go into a second printing. Okay. Who is going to publish it for you? Oh, I can't hear you again. You got oh. you got terrible connections today. Uh, I know. Uh, who's going to publish it for you? Well, that's we're we're in the middle, but. Between two right now. I don't want to discuss which two, but we, okay. we're between two. All right. Uh, and, and Chuck's doing the layout? Yes, he's terrific. Isn't he? Oh, man, I've known Chuck for years and worked he with him. the best. Yes. And for a guy that's even older than me, he has fresh ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's still with Peter Sachs, isn't he, in Connecticut? Yeah, he manages the Clement... Uh, Right. Yeah. Well, is he still doing paintings? I believe. What's that? Uh, he's still doing paintings. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. yeah he does. Uh, he did the the poster cover, and uh, he's done of the twenty six posters we've done for Amelia Island. He's in charge of the production of all the posters. Sometimes he chooses the artist, and sometimes uh, uh, he'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a couple of his posters hanging in the wall, and he does beautiful work. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, so the book will be out in March? Hopefully. Um, uh, this weekend I'm doing the last photo changeouts and captions, and then uh, then he and I sit down and decide which is the uh, uh, who the publisher is going to be. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I've got your Cuba book, and that that uh, came I out. I thought the Motorbooks did a beautiful art job of of uh, laying out the Cuba book. I mean, uh, yes, yes, I agree. Um, anything after your book? Anything long term? You bought a hot rod. You got any other fond dreams? No, I just want to enjoy life a little bit. You know. Good Take for the you. Hot rod out and enjoy it. And at Go this to point, I beach enjoy that. Yeah. At this point, I got to step in and apologize for uh, costing you beauty sleep this morning. Oh, couldn't <laughs> hear you on that. <laughs> I said uh, this. I have to apologize for interrupting your beauty sleep this morning and getting you in. I don't know. Uh, you didn't interrupt me. I went to sleep around seven thirty last night. I wasn't feeling real great. Uh, but. Uh, well, we hope you're feeling better today and that you have a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you get 12 hours of sleep, you feel a lot better. Yeah. Bill, thank you for being on, and uh, we're we're going to have you back on right before we'll, we'll update what's going on at Amelia Island and the concourse. Okay? Well, I look forward to it. Y'all have a, uh, a great weekend. Thank, thank you. you thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, and be okay. safe, Bill. Okay. Thanks so much, guys. Take okay. care. See you later. Take care. Bye. 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 You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.